What's up? Q&A, bringing you your weekly dose of misinformation. Yeah, we have a lot of misinformation to go through today. I also forced A was watching his children, so uh, we're starting kind of late, so I forced them right on. So we have (laughs) no planning, no discussion really has happened, so we're really winging it today. Yeah. Um, kick it off with our quick review, criticism, and or parody or pastiche of the song Dumb by Nirvana. And I'll just say it is um, not quite as good as the smell of napalm in the morning. Leave it not at that. Have you smelled napalm in the morning? I can neither confirm nor deny Q. <laughs> yeah our ops so i was saying right before you got on that i got upgraded to first class um randomly for my flight tomorrow i did not pay for it but i have i have flown first class a fair amount in my life i don't know what the listeners can deduce what they want from that i'm not ashamed of it (laughs) (laughs) wow i've never flown first class in my life well, not even know, business I'm, class. Damn. Well, you could get there someday. Um, <laughs> I just flew it because my parents did. But the saddest, the saddest part about it is that once I was over, you know, like whatever, 18, 19, and I got to fly first class, like the one of the funnest parts is just getting totally absolutely smashed because they'll, they'll it's like an open bar. They'll bring you like they'll bring you like martinis. <laughs> oh yeah now i'm now i'm sober and i can't i can't do any of that so that is a shame well you can still like look over your shoulder and kind of smugly at all the people and coach i guess and i'm flying out of newark so maybe i'll see some i don't know actually where i'm going probably no one of importance will be flying there but (laughs) (laughs) one one could hope I'm going to the, as Donald Trump would say, the the shithole part of our country. Oh, nice. Yeah. Straight into the trenches. <laughs> um, so happy Thanksgiving, because I'm assuming this will go up either tomorrow, which is Thanksgiving, or uh, after the day after. Uh, we do celebrate thanksgiving over here at thoughts and prayers uh but make sure that you do your land acknowledgement and your uh self flagellations before you eat of course that is the most important part yeah and if any of your family members are conservative you should make a really big deal out of it and make the entire event about that. That's the party line, right? <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to attack all of your like <laughs> QAnon relatives. 
<laughs> See, this is also what sucks about being sober is I'm not going to have any balls. <laughs> I can't like go in. I can't go in really like swinging, you know, yeah. like Christian, Christian conservative. Well, haven't you found, you, you found yourself more aligned recently with your your Christian conservative family, right? It's true. It's true. My dad and I actually, I'll read it to you. We had a funny text exchange that was sort of like a based text <laughs> exchange. We're, we're having more of these lately. Um, he said, what did I send? Oh, I sent him, I sent him a thing about how she said failed. Cause he asked me if I was going to go see, she said, and it bombed at the box office, the Harvey Weinstein movie, movie. And he goes, I guess Carmine was wrong. Not my cup of tea either. Never liked him, even when he was popular with Hollywood and all the Dems. And I said, <laughs> I never heard of him until it all went down. And he said, oh, good friends with the entire Democratic establishment and many of the most famous Hollywood actors. They all knew. And I said, of course they did. Same way everyone knew about Epstein. And he said, ha ha, have a nice evening. <laughs> oh, and then I said, shocked they haven't had Harvey killed just doing the whole public humiliation thing. And he said, ha ha, again, looks like he is about to die any day now. And I said, yes, <laughs> yes, not long now. <laughs> That was our whole text exchange this week. <laughs> huh. I almost yeah. brought up the balls, but it seemed like a little too far for my dad. <laughs> oh boy. Well, we have a lot. I mean, Twitter is, have you, you're probably dealing with family. I'm assuming you probably have family in town and stuff that want to see the kids, etc. No, we're, well, we're doing, we're like, full like lockdown well i think i told you that uh we're doing this like hardcore like military t like style uh, potty training regime for our two year yeah, i know different techniques people have used but what are you guys doing <laughs> um this is like the real shit um but yeah i don't know i mean <clears throat> um it's called the oh crap method um, where basically you just go like right in, you just like no diapers. The kid is like naked from the waist down and okay. just, you know, it's a free for all. And you try to like basically get them to use the potty. Yeah. This is what millennials, th this is what I thought you might be doing. Cause every millennial I know is doing this. It's just like, and I guess they don't, want to like shit and piss on the floor is like part of it right like <laughs> there's something instinctual they don't want to do that i guess uh, yeah i mean my daughter seemed fine with it honestly but um <laughs> I, I yeah like my i'm literally like my clothes are drenched in human urine <laughs> so what do you do the first for once times? it's not because i went to a piss orgy <clears throat> um, <laughs> What do you do the first couple of times? You just pick her up and run to the bathroom, basically? Yeah, well, we have, like, a little potty that you keep kind of in the vicinity. And then, yeah, like, depending on where you're closest to, you just kind of, like, carry them over to the nearest potty and and try to get them to, you know, get it, get it in the zone. 
Do you feel like she's getting it a little bit? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there were highs and lows, you know. Um, um, <laughs> she she doesn't get to have pants. She was a little freaked out at first, but then after like the first initial, just like, yeah, we're not wearing a diaper today. <laughs> we're not wearing pants. She was basically fine with it. <laughs> so, because your your daughter, from what I remember, is a little. She enjoys her looks. Like she kind of has like a. She, she enjoys does. Fa- she enjoys fashion a little bit. She's not. She does ambivalent to the clothes she wears like no she's not but she was down she got that something was a little weird you know different routine and like we didn't you can't go anywhere so we were just at home all day yeah i don't know basically i'm i'm fried so i'm in the perfect zone for doing a misinformation podcast but yeah it was quite a day i can tell you and um uh, yeah, I, the the jury's out on this potty training method, but I can tell you that it's an extremely efficient way of just like covering all of your clothes and belongings um, with like a lot of piss. Yeah, so if, if you're looking to do that, um, highly recommended. Apparently, some people are apparently apparently Balenciaga is really into that these days. Toddler. I know. I know. I'm like living on the set of a Balenciaga photo shoot. It feels like. I guess we can start with that uh, as far as topics go. So I'll I'll describe it for people who are thankfully not super online. Uh, But Balenciaga did this series of photo shoots with little baby (laughs) toddlers holding teddy bears who were in harnesses and bondage gear. Um, and the kids look sort of stunned and, and sad in the photos. <laughs> and they're surround. It looks really satanic. They're surrounded by like lots of dark colors and they have like wine glasses and like chokers and handcuffs and stuff all around them which i guess balenciaga is is selling um and then the the big i guess thing that people really freaked out about is like on the table in the ad there's a paper with an excerpt from the supreme court opinion united states v williams which upheld part of a federal child pornography law. Um, and I, I, I have zoomed in. It, it, it is that. It is actually that for sure in that. Um, wow. I also saw there was like a book on the desk that was by some guy that like writes about child pornography or something. Yeah. And now Valenciaga has like, deleted all of their social media. I, I of course, immediately went into, you know, I have several closets, as you know. I, I immediately went into one of my closets and just ripped all my Balenciaga off the shelves, or at least I had the maids do it. And I just I just had it poured right into the guest bathroom and just bleached, bleached all of it. So, you know, um, 
black lives we matter in this house um and so do children's lives so that's all i wanted to say about that but in all honesty what do you what do you think is going on here if you had to if you had to guess i i don't know man i don't know i mean (laughs) i mean obviously basically it's either they are there is some like satanic kind of imagery going on they're trying doing some like weird like child i don't even know or alternatively they're just playing into the sort of um controversy and line of conspiracy thinking and trying to kind of make it go viral because of that i guess i mean those are the only two (laughs) explanations i could think of well, here's here's their apology. We sincerely apologize for any offense our holiday campaign may have got. <laughs> our holiday campaign. Calling it, calling it a holiday campaign is so fucking hilarious. Our plush, <laughs> our plush bear bags. So these, I guess the the teddy bears are holding our bags. They look hideous. Our plush bear bags should not have been featured with children in this campaign. We have immediately re- removed the campaign from all platforms. We apologize for displaying unsettling documents in our campaign. We take this matter very seriously and are taking legal action against the parties responsible for creating the set and including unapproved items for our spring 23 campaign photo shoot. We strongly condemn unapproved items. Yeah. We strongly condemn abuse of children in any form. We stand for children, safety and well-being. Okay. But the problem is, is that the Balenciaga bags, oh, Tucker's already talking about it. Oh my God, he's only been on for, he's only been on for 44 minutes. <laughs> Tucker, my man. Oh, he's always, he has, he has his finger on the poles. Um, yeah, I mean, the funny thing is, is like, I don't understand why people thought it was a good idea to have babies holding these fetish bears. And I, that yeah. seems weird. In the whole you know, the whole concept they're they're presenting this as a holiday photo sh- campaign. <laughs> also like I mean I'm a, you have a, a kid the age yeah. of these girls in these photos would she wouldn't she be scared of these bears? They look really scary to me. <laughs> I mean she probably wouldn't honestly she wouldn't have the context that they're like fetish bears or whatever. But would she but... be like scared of them like they look scared? Like the way maybe like a kid would be scared of like I mean make... I if my kid I don't think so, but I completely I do think there are plenty of kids who would be freaked out by it. Yeah. And it's like whole there's like I don't know like weird like apocalypse like flasks and all kind it's just like a weird vibe i, I don't know i know and it's interesting because shoe on head who is the one who called me out last week for saying that no leftists were calling out made is the one who went viral first posting <laughs> uh all this shit so it's coming full circle and i thought about what pool house was saying last week about like satanic elites and it's like it's like they're not i don't know like to me the fact that they would like show that i kind of anna from red scare kind of had a take on this like to me that means like you know that's not it's like they're always trying to i feel like (laughs) they're always trying to get you to look away from 
you know, what is whatever they actually don't want you to look at. So, you know, if they're putting Satan worshiping pedos onto like these ads, you know, the, the real, uh, like the real, here's what she wrote. I'm just going to read it. No offense, but the elites being Satan worshiping pedos is not one of the biggest taboos of our time. It's an acceptable Alex Jones tier conspiracy theory that conservatards, I like that we have a name for them now too, (laughs) all for every time. For the real taboo, see who Balenciaga won't troll. And I thought a lot about that. I was like, that is interesting. Like, who doesn't get trolled Mm -hmm. ever, you know? Mm -hmm. There's some candidates, I would say, out there. (laughs) But I'm not going to name them. I mean, yeah, it definitely seems plausible that they could have just been doing it for the controversy. Um, But then, like, the little details, like, putting that snippet of the Supreme Court decision and the stuff like that, it's like, I mean, I guess they know people, the, the, like, conservatards or whoever will be, like, analyzing these photos and stuff. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. It's weird. Conservatards. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can't. <laughs> I guess I don't want to say too much about it because I feel like more is going to come out about it. So it's like really drawing theories at this point is I'm trying not to be the way so many people are and immediately snap judgment, jump draw, to conclusions, jump to yeah. conclusions because like obviously I find the odds distasteful and inappropriate. Um, I do think they're like a one of many signs of a, of a culture in decline, but like what exactly is going on? I'm not sure. Like, we're going to have to see like whose heads roll are the heads that roll the ones that should be rolling, or does it just completely disappear into the ether and no one talks about it in two days. That's also possible. That's, that's like my, That's where my money's on. <laughs> but like whatever, whatever happens, it's like, you have to see what happens first for it to oh. like, for it to like really, um, you know, to really have like an opinion on like what's going on. Um, I mean, I I don't honestly don't know what to make of it other than just like, I find it kind of weird and the the photos are weird and it's hard to, I mean, everything is just so crazy. Like fucking Twitter news cycles and every, it's just a lot. Well, okay, so shit has gotten, like, really, really crazy on Twitter the last few days because of this shooting, which is, like, the other thing I feel like we have to address, so... Another thing that I honestly don't really know what to make of, but yeah, curious to hear your thoughts on it. Well, okay, so I've been following it. It's It was a gay... It was a shooting at a gay club in Colorado Springs, a very beautiful... place they've been there but very conservative i guess everyone wants us to remember that um and five people were killed and like something like 30 people were injured although it's unclear if they were injured by bullets or like the fracas of like a shooting happening you know Mm. um and the extent of those injuries are like totally unclear and a straight army veteran or marine or something was at the site of was there and with his family or something this is this is truly <laughs> what i've read 
which is fine, whatever. I don't care. Um, straight, you've been to gay clubs, I'm sure, with gay friends. It's not that weird that a straight guy would be there. <laughs> but yeah. I guess he like tackled this shooter to the ground and then someone who has been described in different ways as a drag queen or a trans woman came over and began stomping the guy on the ground with her heels um and they fucked him up like i saw his mugshot like he I was saw the mugshot too yeah i didn't know the story behind it but yeah he looks pretty his face up. was fucked up and when the police got there they actually cuffed the marine and the drag queen because they were beating the shit out of this dude and the dude looked dead so they thought that <laughs> they thought that those two were the ones who had like who had like you know initiated everything because this dude just looked like beaten to a fucking I'm sure his face was just covered in blood they had no idea what was going on so that happened and then of course the immediate story every all the libtards now use this term stoastic terrorism am I saying that right? stochastic terrorism I think yeah I didn't know what it means I think it's stochastic yeah Okay, so Castic Terrorism, it doesn't even have a Wikipedia page added. So it's like one of these totally new made up words. Um, I think stochastic just means random, basically, I, I think. That was all I had Googled it for like two seconds just because I had never heard of it before. Well, the way it's okay on dictionary.com, it says that it's, it's the demonization of a person or group. Resulting oh, okay. in a violent act, and that that has been my under like reading, but you know, using my yeah. brain cells that are left, reading between the lines. That's what I um understood it to mean. So, I yeah. So the initial wave of discourse that poured out was that it was an LGBTQIA two plus hate crime, and this guy was a white, you know, like a QAnon white supremacist terrorist, whatever. That was like wave one. Then they all started blaming uh, this libs of TikTok and Matt Walsh, who I just want to go on the record and say that Matt Walsh is truly one of the stupidest, most retarded people (laughs) on the internet. I have no, I, I think he, I actually believe that he would not pass the bar, like the 90 IQ bar, which is what you, which is the bare minimum to be in the U S military. Like, I don't even think he's 90. <laughs> like, I think he's like maybe like 81, 82. Like we're, we're getting close to the actual like mentally retarded level, which is 70. He's, he's not far above. Yeah. Um, well, he's yeah what well, he seems like i don't i haven't really engaged much with his content or anything but the limited like little clips i've seen and stuff seems like he's always like trying to like own the libs with facts and logic but like none of his arguments really make any sense or yeah so no he's really not he's really yeah. truly truly not a thinker like this one's not a thinker you know there's like there are conservatives who i think are like really really smart um a lot of them happen to be gay, <laughs> like <laughs> Barry Weiss and uh, Andrew Sullivan and people like that, who at least I think have like, you know, they're intelligent or whatever, but this dude is not, he is not intelligent. He's, he's truly retarded. 
So everyone was blaming him. And then he sort of like doubled down. But like what he said, like this is what pisses me off so much is just the like complete lying that people do. So like he posted. Oh my God. I want to find the exact quote because I just want to be like. Okay. So he posted, this is his, this is what he wrote. Leftists are using a mass shooting to try to blackmail us into accepting the castration and sexualization of children. These people are just beyond evil. I have never felt more motivated to oppose everything they stand for with every fire fiber of my being. Despicable um, scumbags. And then everyone started tweeting, including the Daily Coast, that this was the headline. Matt Walsh only upset more people weren't killed at Club Q. Like that's not what he said. That's like not I, I what he's saying. Yeah, I mean his take was truly retarded. I definitely agree with that. But yeah, that's not what he was saying. <laughs> that's a stupid take. But it's like the sense, <laughs> the, the sensationalization. Uh-huh. And then it's like if you point out, like if you even like take the time to point out that's not actually what he said, then you're like, he's like you're defending like, Matt Walsh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just like, he didn't actually say that. Like, what he said was really stupid. Anyway, like, people were not trying to blame... People were not trying to use this as an excuse to say anything about transgender issues. Like, that wasn't... What what he said was happening wasn't happening at all either. Let me just be clear. No one was like, this shooting happened, so we need to double down on trans medication for children. That that didn't yeah. happen. And then him saying that he wished more people died didn't happen. So then everyone freaked out. Everyone was all up on Matt Walsh. And then he he said, wow, the next thing he tweeted was, wow, these cockroaches are really going all in with the defamation today. As the clips show, I saw, I said no such thing. So then people were like, he's using Holocaust language. Everyone, loved, gen- genocide is like around every corner now. Like, you know, everything is genocide. So I guess like the Nazis used cockroaches to describe the Jews. So now Matt Walsh is trying to incite a genocide against gay people. Oh, God. So that started. So that starts going down. And then, um, then today, so that, that is hundreds of thousands of tweets about that. Then I'll I'll do one more dumb bullshit thing Matt Walsh said, and then I'll then I'll go to the other side again because I just have to I just have to keep flip flopping between who was more <laughs> retarded here. Then he's then he says he posts this thing where people are like CNN struggles to uh, to so so the so the shooter comes out as non-binary this morning. Did you hear about this? Yeah, yeah, in his court documents he something he identified and he's insisting as on get, having they non-binary. them pronouns yeah. used in his profilings yeah and then matt walsh posts this thing like making fun of cnn anchors having no idea how to respond to this and that they, they can't figure out the pronouns but i watched the clip and the cnn anchors use he the entire time and act incredulous that they, that he would even that this dude yeah, would even they, try their t- their take was that he was scamming the system basically and trying to kind of counter the charges that it was a hate crime that was yeah but but that's first off that's obviously what's happening (laughs) like 
that's obviously what's happening. And no one on the left or the right thinks that's not what's happening. Like everyone believes that's what's happening, but I feel like it's then the right sort of gleefully jumped on this whole, like, well, if you, if you say that we have to accept people at their gender, you know, that what they, what they claim their gender is like, why is this any different? And it's obviously different because of context, but also like, I don't really, but if you want to know the truth, like, I don't believe that anyone actually believes that non-binary people, that that's, that that's a valid thing. I don't even think that like non-binary people believe that. Yeah. Th- I, I mean, I, <clears throat> I can, yeah. Like I personally am like a sort of a non-binary denier for sure. Um, that does not feel like a safe opinion that I could voice amongst like my lib friends, but I I don't know. And I know, I know people who, in my opinion, basically seem to be straight people and live completely cis straight lives that have like come out on social media as non-binary and shit. So I do know people like that. I think the cracks in the dam are starting to happen because first off, I don't know if you're up to date on White Lotus, but they made a joke about it. Yeah. Did, yeah. I mean, we watched it. They, yeah. So they did that joke where she was like, I don't know. He's nice. He's not non-binary. So they, they kind of, you know, that was, <laughs> that was definitely a job at the whole thing. And then also like Hunter Schaefer, who's like this glamorous trans woman, model, actress, and euphoria person she came out and said that she thought that like all this nine non-binary stuff was like taking up way too much space for like people like her who, you know, have deeply (laughs) like, like have deeply held beliefs about their gender and have done huge, you know, surgical and medical interventions to achieve where they're at. And, you know, even like trans people don't like the non-binary yeah well that's i mean that's like if you're gay or if you're trans like you have some skin in the game no pun intended but like you like you you are living your life in such a way in some sense that is different from just being like a cisgender straight person whereas if you're non-binary that's not necessarily the case i mean maybe you dress kind of androgynous or something but is that enough to warrant like it your own like queer sexual identity or whatever yeah like where the discrimination comes from is completely made up because basically it's like they everyone that you know the the expectation is that everyone will now use they them pronouns and then the oppression is people not being able to do that and that's not something that that flowed from something like an innate about you. (laughs) That was a new rule that was made up and now people are having trouble with it. And you know, that's, that's all it's not, you know, it's not the same as like you're a lesbian and you have been attracted to women your whole life and you date women your whole life and you have to be in public as a woman with another woman. That's, that's a, you know, that, that's, that people see that, you know, (laughs) that's, uh, and I would even argue that like, you know, cis, whatever, like cis gay people like me when I'm not with my partner and I'm not talking because I have a faggot voice, but like when I'm just walking down the street, like, I don't really think I have 
you know, like I'm not oppressed when I'm just like visibly like randomly walking down the street in New York and that's fine. Like it's, I don't know. We're all trying to be so oppressed anyway. <laughs> so uh, the not, the non-binary thing happened. And then that was like all over Twitter. I, I trolled people a little bit and got called a retard because <laughs> I said, I said that everyone got mad when everyone said that Ezra Miller was just saying he was non-binary to get out of abusing women. Um, and someone called me a retard for pointing that out. No, no, everyone accepted that. I thought, right? When he, well, no, no, that's what I said. I was like, oh I was yeah, like, okay. yeah. I was like, so why, why was every? If this is, you know, like, if this, if this guy's not non-binary, why, why are we, you know, why, why are we so uh, pissed that, uh, you know, people said Ezra Miller was just saying he was non-binary to. Like, and I unfortunately got exposed to the Ezra Miller truther side of (laughs) Twitter. So that was an unfortunate reality. There's a lot of Ezra Miller truthers out there. Um, Mm. So thanks, everyone. I'm retarded for thinking that. So then the final step in the saga that has now just happened is they found this dude's dad, who's actually a porn star. Wow. His name, his name is Dick Delaware. <laughs> um, and they found him, and he's, I guess, a Mormon as well. Wow. And I watched this interview. This guy is not well. It made me feel like the picture of mental health, to be honest. Wow. This, this Dick Delaware guy. So I don't even know if he's a psyop or what, but... Yeah. In this interview, which clearly, like, someone just, like, accosted him outside of his house. He's, he's you know, he's, he wasn't, like, I, I don't know. He seemed down to be on TV, but he also seemed, like, completely, like, retarded or, like, on, like, actual opioids or something. Like, he did not seem well. But he said, oh, uh, my, he shot up a gay club? Like, <laughs> it was like he was finding out for the first time or something. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, he killed five people in a gay club. And he was like, oh, oh, okay. Is he gay? And the reporter's like, no, he's not gay as far as we know. And he's like, oh, thank God, thank God. I thought maybe he was gay. And like, then everyone latched onto that. But I don't know. I'm just going to say it here because I don't feel like I could say it anywhere else. Kind of seems like a crisis actor. You know what I mean? Like, seems like they dug this dude out. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, not where, yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) I mean, how much more convenient could it be? His dad is a a Mormon porn star named Dick Delaware. (laughs) Who who outs himself as a homophobe during the five (laughs) seconds he's on camera. Yeah, because I felt like it was like, non-binary shooter and then like everyone's like oh oh my god see the narrative that it was a you know lgbt hate crime is falling apart and then it was like dick delaware (laughs) we got got this we got this train back on track baby (laughs) like you know what i mean like that's how it closed yeah 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 as is yeah So per usual, I again don't know. I mean, it's it's developed so um, much. It, like 
and like there's so many competing narratives <coughs> going on that I don't even know. I don't, I have no opinion on it. I guess I just wanted to describe what I've watched happen in 24 hours because it's just, it's just seems, I, I do feel schizophrenic. Like I was just read- thinking it's like impossible to not feel that way sometimes yeah. in this environment. It's really wild. I feel completely schizophrenic. I know that it was, it's my choice to be on Twitter. I understand that. I like, but the, just the narrative of like what's happening is like so deeply confusing. And like the immediate politicization of like any act of violence, I think is also insane. I also think that, like, the fact Well, and that- it's also not any act of violence, first of all. Because, for example, this is another great example. Lori Lightfoot posted, mayor of Chicago posted about this um, shooting, right, where five people died and saying, I'm sick of this shit or something. You know, like, when are we going to do something about this, whatever. Meanwhile, like, every weekend in Chicago probably five times that many like people are murdered in her city you know so i guess it's not all acts of violence are treated equally <laughs> in terms of all right i i just googled chicago deaths this weekend and the first story it actually is from a couple weeks ago but i guess on october 3rd just that day 34 people were shot five fatally including a three-year-old boy and a seven-year-old boy yeah. So, and then two weeks later, on October seventeenth, thirty-one were shot, eight fatally. <laughs> so, so some of us are sick of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and no one ever does anything about it. It's 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 crazy. Oh my god, you're right. Every fucking weekend, November fourteenth, twenty-seven shot, six fatally. Yeah. That was that was that was last weekend, and then three days ago, three t- three teens were were among twenty people shot, and three of the twenty people died. That was three days ago. Yeah. So there's a fucking Q nightclub every every weekend. weekend. Yep. Yeah. Chicago, and you can't say anything about it, or you're racist. When actually. It's. I feel like it's more racist to not give a shit about that, just to truly yeah. just not give two fucks that black, basically kids are dying all the time. You know, mm. most of these because people of their are young. cis straight privilege. Q. I know it's just. I don't know. All right, so that's that. <laughs> that is all. I mean. I don't know. I mean, what 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 would it look like? There's no changing the narrative. Why am I even pretending like there's something? I was like, I'm like, what 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 could change? Like, what would it look like to like change the narrative and actually focus on like these other types of shootings that are happening? But it's like, there's just not. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's simply not. Yeah, going to. for and a we, variety of reasons that we could talk about, but it doesn't really. I mean, that's a whole. We could do like a whole episode about that yeah um okay so what were our other docket items i have to look it up now we had a couple 
I don't know if I'm if I can do post woke media. I don't know if I have enough brain power <laughs> to do like a full like thesis on that. I saw you tweeting uh, about it. I feel like you could talk about it. Non-binary shooter potty training Trump back <laughs> question mark is DeSantis an op? Oh, okay. Let's do Trump for a minute. Um, how how do you feel about Big Daddy's debut? Yeah, so for those who don't know, Trump is back on Twitter. Elon Musk did a poll asking if he should reinstate Donald Trump's account, who was banned for, I guess, misinformation. Yeah, something about January 6th, or I don't know if it was inciting violence or like election misinformation or something, but he's been banned since then. Uh, Elon Musk checks over Twitter, free speech, blah, 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 does a poll should I reinstate Trump? And I think like about 60% of the poll respondents said yes. And so then he did it. Um, But Donald Trump, having started his own social media platform in the meantime, Truth Social, um, has not actually sort of resumed tweeting on his Twitter account as of yet. Although Am Elon was hornily trying to get him to post. You've seen that, right? Oh, like the meme of him, like... What was the it? The craziest one is the meme... This is real. This is not misinformation. There was a meme of... Um, a prostitute with her ass... It's a It's a painting a prostitute with her ass out and a monk next to her praying and Elon Musk labeled the monk Donald Trump and then put the Twitter logo on the prostitute's ass and and pussy. (laughs) He actually posted that has 1 million likes. And Trump responded to that on truth social, didn't he? Well, someone, I don't know. It's so hard to tell because there were so many jokes. Like uh-huh. I saw one where it was like Trump said, "Like what's wrong with this faggot and stuff like that." But like <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. Think that's oh, that. so that's maybe not real. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. And then, yeah, he's. Yeah. Anyway, so Trump hasn't come back. But I guess what I was more talking about was he announced his run at Mar-a-Lago. Oh yeah. That. Which I guess you you just <laughs> glossed over that. He's back in the race, baby. He did it right after Tiffany Trump's wedding. And they actually sort of had like dueling weddings this weekend. They had, you're, you're going to get annoyed because I'm going to talk about celebrities, but they had Tiffany Trump's Mar-a-Lago wedding and then Ashley Biden got <laughs> married at the, at the White House the same day. Not Ashley Biden, sorry. Uh that's the daughter he molested. Uh-huh. Um, what What's the name of the one that got... I think it's Natalie. Oh, Naomi. He has so many because of Hunter. Who the fuck is that? His granddaughter? Yeah, his granddaughter, Naomi Biden. Uh-huh. All of this is because Hunter is just like you know, fucking everything in sight. So, but I don't think this is, the, I don't think, I don't think this is the, the, the daughter of the stripper. No, oh. it's, it is. The, it is the daughter of his wife. Yeah. Hunter has a one, one kid with a stripper. Oh, really? I actually didn't know that. Wow. They managed to keep that under wraps better than the laptop. 
yeah it's they really don't talk about it that much um yeah of uh, this woman alexis roberts a stripper from arkansas filed a paternity suit and he is the father of her daughter and they settled in march 2020 for an undisclosed amount um right <laughs> as covid was hitting <laughs> <laughs> just saying wow good for her honestly yeah but i i it's interesting because it seems like they just paid her off and there's no like <laughs> involvement you know uh-huh. um and then he had another kid really recently he married some south african woman named melissa cohen he also famously you know the you do you know you know that for a while he fucked Bo's widow Oh, yeah, I do know about that, which is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. They moved in together for a year. Wow. I can't believe that wasn't more... I can't believe that wasn't a bigger thing. I mean, that's, you know... Like, this woman who I'm sure is like... I mean, I guess they're both incredibly traumatized, but I don't know. Whatever. I don't want to assign blame. Hopefully they made each other happy. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But like, just think about that. You're and Bo was supposed to be like the straight arrow and like the, he was a lawyer and a like prosecutor and that. And, you know, then like, uh, Hunter is like a crack addict who, you know, I don't know. He's really hot. He was hotter than Bo, you know? You think Hunter Biden is really hot? A lot of people do. Yeah, I think he's hot. Really? Wow. I know a lot of women who would who have said they would totally they told they get it. They would totally fuck. I mean, he's not like a he's not like boyfriend material. <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. He's like you want to be like He seems utterly like tragic to me. That's the only light I can see him in. Well, I've seen his dick a lot because we all have because there's a million videos of it. It's huge. <laughs> and I feel like he's the type of like sleaze. You know, he has big money, like obviously the Biden crime family. Yeah. And I feel like he's the type of dude that, you know, a woman, you know, she wants to be a, a little slut slut in Vegas one night. And <laughs> that's like that's like the type of dude you do that with, like the type of sleaze ball, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like he's throwing wads of cash in a hot out. tub and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's throwing wads of cash out. He's whining and dining you. He has coke. Like <laughs> if you want to have that type of night, like, you know, uh-huh. HPV be damned. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so he's back. He's back. And the point is, is they had these dueling weddings, which I like to think of them as dueling weddings, but maybe it's a total coincidence. Um, And Naomi's was at the White House and Tiffany's was at the summer White House in (laughs) Mar-a-Lago. And then the next day, Trump announced his his run. Yeah. Which I, I was expecting that, honestly. So I don't know. I wasn't really surprised by that. I guess some people were or claim to be. But I guess actually well, I have well, argued about it with people. Some people didn't think he would run again. I knew he would. I mean, I knew he would announce. But what do you think about this like meteoric like DeSantis rise? 
what well what do you mean I mean, okay, did we ever talk about Ron DeSantis before COVID? No. (laughs) And in the last three years, I feel like he's just become like a juggernaut celebrity. Like he's killing it in Florida. He's getting Democrats to vote for him. He's young. He's good looking. He has a hot piece of ass for a wife. (laughs) It just feels like they sort of like manu i don't know he feels yeah. sort of like manufactured to like take down trump he has a latino wife i mean that's great for everything instead of that <laughs> slovenian you know ex sex worker they don't want you know they want to <laughs> they want to get her out of it out of there i don't know don't you doesn't it feel a little like yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I definitely think DeSantis is sort of an op at some point. And I, I kind of fell for it at one point just because he was like the only politician who was talking about the COVID stuff in any kind of way that made sense. Not the only one, but the most prominent one, um, I guess, or that got the most media coverage. And, um, so yeah, I was like, you know, he's, he makes a lot of sense to me. But then, yeah, I just realized that they're all, yeah, they've got to get people um, who seem like they're political outsiders, even when they're not really. He's and he's he's the governor of Florida, one of the biggest econ- state economies in the country, and you don't get there by um, being a rebel outsider it's just not how it works yeah i mean um i actually don't know if his wife's latina i just typed in casey DeSantis latina and it's not coming up but she's sort of latina (laughs) she's sort of like latina yeah i never thought she was latina but i hadn't really given it much thought you know what i mean she's doing the like you know she's doing the look i guess um (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i don't know i just i florida has become kind of like the anti-california and i think that both the democrats and the republicans would prefer a desantis newsome runoff you know they want to get some good old-fashioned like bros in there with hot wives (laughs) um I don't know. Yeah. I, I I feel like both parties are trying to position sort of like DeSantis is maybe a Trump alternative and like Gavin Newsom is sort of like the only viable, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't know what the Democrats are going to do, but. I mean, they seem um, to be thinking about him. They're also making Kamala a little more likable, though. Are you uh, talking about her like drugged out? Like, yeah. Bus speech? <laughs> They did the school bus. They did the Venn diagram. She's kind of she's doing all these like zany dances. Like, I feel like I feel like I actually think they're doing a good job. I kind of am like a little bit of a fan now. I mean, not her politics. But I, I sort of enjoy her like presence on like the you know media stage. I think what's funny about her now is I think the PR people were like she's really, 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 really cringe. 
And like, we got to just like lean into that. Lean like, into not, it instead of fighting it. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to fight it. We're not going to try to make her like well-spoken and articulate or whatever. Like, we're just going to like, she's just going to be this like cringe ass weirdo. <laughs> and it's like kind of working. Like, I feel like she's gotten a little bit of like an internet darling. Uh, and I, it, you know, personality persona makeover i would say to me it just feels like they really want to like punish and humiliate us like that seems like the only strategy that democrats are offering biden okay hillary pete Buttigieg, who are these are all people that like i i don't fetterman you know i don't Oh my God, Fetterman! Yeah, like <laughs> actual retard, Pete Buttigieg, like a fake faggot. He's not even actually gay. Yeah. Oh, it's so stressful. Gavin Newsom with his horrible COVID policies. Also, there's some weird ass shit with Gavin Newsom's wife that they really are like. So I was reading about her, and apparently she was like kind of like trying to cover up shit for Harvey Weinstein before she suddenly came out with this bombshell testimony last week. Nice. So I thought that, I thought that was really interesting that like before it all kind of hit the fan, she was sort of making calls on his behalf. Like how could we, uh, how could we like smooth this, this whole thing over, you know? And now suddenly (laughs) she's, She's like, ah, he raped me with his weird fish penis flying at my face. <laughs> like, you know, like it's, it just seems like I don't know. There's something there's something weird going on there. They're trying to like smooth over that story. And she like was reaching out to him to get donations for uh for uh Newsom, Gavin Newsom. I don't know. It just yeah. not they, they seem to be trying to cover up something there but who knows what it is yeah well you you discovered you broke the story on this um on the pod that his he gavin newsom used to be married to kimberly guilfoyle that is crazy still to this day (laughs) so yeah they really really really, mr hollywood i'm sure he doesn't have any real like political view beliefs or anything. I mean he's just no a cynical sociopath now back in the day Kimberly Guilfoyle did look a lot more normal before she was like bimbofied by Fox News she looked like more you know she had like more of a wholesome <laughs> kind of look <laughs> uh-huh. before they like you know got those fillers <laughs> fillers up in her face um Okay, I guess I guess I'll do post woke because I want to try to push us definitely close to the hour and a half mark. I think that's a good goal for the listeners. Um, I know you're exhausted. I'm fine. Okay, yeah, let's so do it. Here's my theory. So I'm slowly formulating a thesis that we're in kind of like a post woke like media barrage, and I think there's a few things that have happened and like I'm open to the idea that all of this is totally orchestrated so I want to be open about that but like bros fails like this woke like sneering preachy movie fails she said fails like 
no one wants to watch the New York Times do feminism. Gone, you know? Um, I don't... I, I'm sure that Black Panther's making a lot of money, but I don't know anyone who's gone to see it. Like, it's it's not like the first one, right? Like, it's not... We're not getting, like, that kind of, like, vibe that the first one had. At least, that it felt really intense, the very first one. Um, there was this movie, Till, which was about Emmett Till, which I think was in really poor taste to make it, to be honest. Yeah, wow. Um, I don't understand why that story has to be retold it seems awful and it's yeah so but that seems like that failed at the box office um allegedly the woman king starring viola davis was a hit but i'm kind of like never even heard of it (laughs) she's a she's a like a war a war a warrior Amazon woman who like kills white colonists in like the seventeen <laughs> hundreds or something. <laughs> it's based on a real crime. Oh I haven't God. seen it. Apparently they don't gloss over like apparently they do actually like talk about the African kingdoms like uh, role in the slave trade and stuff, which I, which I'm not saying is any sort of like gotcha that like white people weren't doing bad things. I want to be clear. Like the reason there was African kingdoms participating in the slave trade is because there was a market for slavery. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that like sometimes like some conservatives use that as some like big gotcha. And I'm like, no, it's just that like the, the, southern united states created this market and you know there's going to be a response to that market but anyway whatever (laughs) that movie exists um allegedly a hit but i I truly don't know anyone who's gone to see it so that now sounds kind of hilarious honestly like now i kind of want to watch that but maybe we should that could be a funny (laughs) one for the pod so now oh and then I, I actually might go see this with my family uh, when I'm there this weekend, but um, the the new Disney movie, Strange World, has what they're calling the first openly gay character, but there was a whole, there's all these articles mocking how many times Disney has said that, so people are sick of that shit. <laughs> yeah. like, how many times are we going to have the first? So, that, so that's all the woke stuff sort of falling flat on its face. Netflix also fired a bunch of its, like, woke seeming uh staff um yeah so there's all that then there's white lotus a show that i think is definitely not coming from a woke perspective at all like mike white is a red scare gay he's he said that (laughs) you know he loves them he's a gay guy um you know, I don't think he's like very political, but I do think that he sees the world kind of in a similar vein as like you and I see it. You know, I think he has like a sarcastic kind of like mocking look at the world. Um, they are making a lot of jokes on the show about, you know, I mean, I think the cringiest characters are the most woke characters, right? Like the Gen Z dude mm, who God. like is trying to be so like chivalrous that he like 
you know, asks to kiss her, but that's like not what she, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. she doesn't even want, doesn't even want him to do that. But like on the surface the last level, episode was painful. Absolutely brutal. That guy was, Oh, it was so brutal, but like, they're making the, like, you know, he's, he's saying something about sexual politics. Like he's saying like, this is what we've turned like sexual courting into for some people, for some groups of people, this is right. what it looks like this like mm-hmm. sad like there's no energy there's no you know it's yeah. just like it's like this just this very contractual like you very know neutered and yeah 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 and then like the dude who's like a totally nice dude the other dude he doesn't seem like a shithead at all but he at least has a you know he has more of a like i i don't know maybe because he's not american he doesn't have that all those same hang-ups you know but like she likes the like broy dude, you know, like that's who she wants to fuck, and it like makes sense anyway. So I think that storyline, he's mocking all that shit. Um, he made the non-binary joke. <laughs> um, Aubrey Plaza's character is like the woke one of the trio of the rich, and he's made her totally insufferable. Um, so I don't know. So that that show exists. There was this other movie, Triangle of Sadness, that I saw, which definitely, depending on how you looked at it, had sort of like a based kind of message. Then there was Tar with Kate Blanchett, which the the based conductor in the movie is like the villain. But, like, all her speeches about how ridiculous cancel culture are are going viral all across Twitter. Um, And people are enjoying these, like, speeches, like this very, like, glamorous actress, Kate Blanchett, playing this intense character, kind of mocking cancel culture and, like, you know, this whole idea that, like, you can't possibly enjoy, like, you know, like the, the the big one that people have been reposting is this thing where this kid in this class she's teaching is like, well, we can't listen to Bach anymore. He's a misogynist, you know. <laughs> she's, sort <laughs> like, she's sort of like, fuck that. Like, you know, Bach's a genius. Like, that stuff can all be true. But like, I don't know. So I feel like that's part of it. Um, and I just think there is this commodification of kind of like, this sort of like post left, like, um, you know, kind of like, yeah, like culture. Oh, and then I rewatched bodies, bodies, bodies tonight. Have you seen that one? It seems like I you have guys not seen that. that yet. I, uh, it's, it's on the list. I've heard from many people that it's good. All right. Every joke in there is making fun of wokeness. Like the whole movie, like top to bottom is just, it's like these Gen Z, like insufferable characters. And it's just mocking the fucking shit out of them. You know, like yeah, all the, the, the thing though is some of the, some of like, that is a perspective I've heard from other people, but I've also known people who are like extremely woke who have recommended the movie to me and seems that that, dimension of it did not register with them well what do they think what did they think about it what is what is what is their understanding of it seem to be uh let me see if i can uh like a funny like they do they do they find it funny or do they think yeah like like funny uh both both um and they said i remember they said um pete davidson was good in it 
Um, yeah, but like the the whole thing. I mean, like every line is like a joke about like like there's so many jokes. Like they're like you're silencing me, you're oppressing me. They're oh they Pete Davidson gives this whole speech about how gaslighting is one of the stupidest words he's ever heard in his life and how it gets overused. <laughs> There's this really funny scene where one girl goes to another girl like, oh, you just, you fucking, you just want to be like, you're so poor, but you know what? You're actually upper middle class. And she's like, no, I'm not. And she's like, your parents are professors. And the other girl goes, yeah, at a public university. (laughs) And it's like, just these, it's just these people. I don't know. Like the whole movie just seems, that seems to be the joke, you know, is like that they're, they're libtards. The joke is that they're libtards. Here's the take. Tense, unpredictable, and above all, entertaining. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies transforms a classic murder mystery plot into a raucous funhouse thrill ride. The film has an amazing premise, razor no, sharp it's wit. Mocking. It's, mo- it's mocking wokeness the whole time. <laughs> and like, excellent performances. That's, that's yeah. like the entire joke. Also, Rachel Senod is sort of like kind of a red scare um, kind of girl. Anyway, I don't know. I guess I wanted to ask you, like, I don't know if you can, let's just say it, let's just say for the sake of this part of the conversation, it is happening. Mm -hmm. They are marketing, they are marketing stuff toward people like you and me and people who listen to stuff like Red Scare and Come Town and Chapo Chapo. Let's just say that that is actually a real thing. Like they are trying to actually like, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Market. with. I mean, I agree. With but like, that. But like, what does that, I mean, what does that mean? And I think it's probably a bad thing is my guess. I would <laughs> yeah. Say. Yeah. I mean, it's not, <sighs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm sort of like black pilled on, on media in general, like TV and movies. I, I find so little of it interesting at all, and so much of it is just outrageously derivative. Either like literally derivative, like the seventeenth Avengers movie or whatever, or else just not like a sequel of something, but just still basically a remake of some other conceptually similar film or whatever. And TV is just, so to anything that is watchable to me, like white Lotus or any bodies, bodies, bodies and things like that. It feels like a breath of fresh air, but yeah, it doesn't represent to me like a, I think we're entering a renaissance of like <laughs> um, artistic, you know, in, in a new movement or something, you know, I think as you said, yeah, they're, they're probably just identifying kind of a new market that they're trying to um, capture. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, what does that market like do? <laughs> what are those people? I don't even like referring to it as a market, but like, what can those people even do to like, you know, to keep some sort of like, um, like to keep some sort of momentum going behind this like idea that ultimately like we should not 
fucking trust anything the government is telling us because that's all I really care about. Like, I don't really give a shit about, I don't care about the culture war stuff. I actually don't. I mean, I think it's funny to talk about. Um, I think there's a lot of hilarity in it, but I think that every time I talk about it, I'm actually like doing exactly what they want us to do, which is doing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is to like become obsessed with these like kind of like, you know, like the minutia of these like culture war issues and like not pay attention to like the actual truth, which is that like, you know, the government and the people in the government are, you know, doing everything they can to exert as much control as possible over, you know, broad swaths of the population. And and they're not doing it for, the population's good. They're doing it for their own good and their own children's good and their own family's good. And like, I, you know, I don't, I guess I just, I I don't know how you keep the focus on that when the joke always, you know, it always returns to this culture war stuff. And I don't know. I mean, like we're probably like complicit in it. Cause like we do talk about culture war stuff, but like, yeah, I don't know. It feels like another way to distract, I guess, is my fear. Yeah, and they're always going to try to 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 kind of seduce and buy people off, buy off the dissidents who say, "Oh yeah, finally they're making a TV show for people like me. They're getting they're coming around. Maybe this next election, they'll we can vote in someone who's going to fix it all and get it back on the right track and whatever." So, yeah, it's it's all part of that kind of shit. And um, <clears throat> I saw this kind of relevant um, KB Goldtooth on Twitter at Golden Toothed, uh, friend of the pod and uh, just an insightful guy. He says, rule one for spotting psyops. The attendant story can be divided in two and fed to both sides in the culture war. This ensures everyone is emotionally attached to it in some way and distracted by surface details. And I definitely right. agree with that. Yeah. Which like this shooting is a great example of that. Like it kind of has something for everyone, you know? Right. It's right. like everyone's has something to be angry about. Everyone has um, a stance they can take and yeah, yeah. And Dom, no the, really... the news cycle churns it for all it's worth for a couple of weeks, and then moves on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah, and it convinces, it demoralizes people because it convinces mm-hmm. them that they're living in just you know perpetual uh, oppression and agony, and like, but in a weird way, it's like they still trust the government to do something about it. <laughs> like yeah. all of the, all the posting is still like, you know, why can't we do anything about this? Like, blah, blah, blah. Why can't we pass gun laws? And I'm like, I, that's like the fact that you, you're still asking that question is, is stupid. Cause like, I mean like the real, and maybe I'm just black on this. Like the real truth is, is like, you can't do anything about human violence. Like sadly, like if you look at all of human history, there's, there's <laughs> humans are really fucking violent, you know, like the, ki- the, the, you know, the, some of the kids I work with were asking me about that today. They were like, 
they were like, what did they ask me? That was so funny. Oh, we were talking about the gladiators and they were like, do you think the gladiators were in pain? Um, (laughs) When they were like fighting and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I think it was excruciatingly painful. And they were like, what about the public executions they did there? Do you think those people were in pain? I was like, yeah, I think it was really, really bad. And they were like, how, how could, uh, how could people do that? And I was like, well, you know, like you guys all watch like, you know, <laughs> like violent stuff all the time. Like, I, I don't know. It was just, yeah. it, anyway. well, the, the other, I think something that a lot of people don't understand is that the purpose of propaganda ultimately is not really to, I mean, it, in some sense, yes, it is to like shape public opinion or nudge people into certain behaviors or or attitudes or thoughts. But like on a broader level, the, the, the purpose of it is, is truly actually just to demoralize people, as you said. And that's what, and this is something that, um, this guy, Yuri Bezmenov talks about, uh, a former so KGB um, informal informant and Soviet journalist who then defected to Canada, I think. But um, he talks a lot about that. That like, it's it's really just about like demoralizing the population so that they're susceptible to whatever you know the government, the powers that be, like want them to do, basically. Yeah. <laughs> no i know it's i mean it's true i mean there's even videos online now that you can find of like them like faking like the <laughs> the like atrocity <laughs> scenes like in the ukraine and stuff like and this constant like we're on the brink we're on the brink of world war three it could happen any second <laughs> you know it's like it's like they want people to feel just like we're like eternally on the edge of just the end of the world. And it's, it's an insane, when you really think about it, it's like an insane thing they've convinced everyone of that. Like yes. the world the climate is change. End. Yeah. The nuclear apocalypse and food shortages and shootings and all, you know, you shouldn't have babies because the world's so horrible. Why would you want to have a baby at this time? And like all, all this stuff, but it's like COVID telling people you shouldn't leave your house. You shouldn't interact with other people. You shouldn't see faces. You shouldn't, you know, (laughs) just sucking all the joy out of life. It's so interesting. And I mean, like, and part of it, I mean, part of what I find fascinating about, yeah, I don't know. It's just, None of it makes sense when you really look at it <laughs> from yeah. when you really zoom, when you really zoom out a little bit like it doesn't make any sense like probably more people in the world are living in what in the vast majority of human history would have been considered like just absolute luxury and you know I'm not saying everyone of course there's horrific poverty I passed a guy who like seriously might have been dead like today on my way to work like i no no confirmation one way or the other but 
I'm just like, um, like I'm sure I've seen dead bodies <laughs> where, where I live. It's sad. It's awful. It's yeah. not funny, but I'm sure, I'm sure I've seen them. Like it's, you know, cause there's just, there are people in abject poverty, poverty everywhere. But I bet, I mean, my guess would be that if you looked at the world as a whole percentage wise, there's a larger percentage of people living in what would have been considered just like utter luxury like 500 years ago like the largest the largest percentage that's ever been living like that you know i don't know what that's i'm i don't know you know i'm not saying that that excuses everything else i'm just saying that like there was a time period for most of and, and actually most of human history where everyone was the guy laying on the sidewalk like that was everyone but like mm-hmm. 20 people <laughs> You know, so it's like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, but people are less happy seemingly or they seem less happy than they've ever been, you know? Yeah, I don't well, know. and it's just the clear that the government and the media and all these influences that are basically shaping everyone's ideas and opinions do not want people to feel optimistic and positive like that much is clear like if they if that was their goal they could just be pumping out tons of bullshit like fake happy story you know what i mean it's like um it's just obviously not what they want and not in their view what will benefit them yeah um yeah, I yeah, it's true. I mean, I found it interesting that like they didn't even like I I guess want, you know, back to like the Bidens for a minute. Like typically like a white like a white house wedding, I was reading about it like historically is like this like joyful, like give the country a little 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 razzle dazzle (laughs) like that's how it's been used in the past but it's like they like made everyone sign ndas and kept it super under wraps and like i don't know i just think it's interesting like they they don't even want to like give the plebeians like the minor minimalist bit of you know what i mean like right people would have been into that people take that shit they love the royal weddings they would have liked to you know some dress picks or whatever like at least some people would have i mean i know you certainly wouldn't have cared (laughs) (laughs) yeah but but like yeah boomer moms and yeah i mean it would have been nice for them like my mom yeah. <laughs> yeah, my mom would have been into it. She definitely would have read about it and like picked up the, you know, picked up the people mag yeah. at the store or whatever. I know, anyway. it's all just so cynical. Even like what you you sent me today about I mean, uh the student like Biden, you know, of course announces his amazing $10,000 student loan forgiveness a few weeks before the midterms. And then lo and behold, I, I think it was actually literally two days after the midterms, all of a sudden a judge says, oh, that's, um, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> and, um, you know, of course, Biden is saying, well, we're going to fight for it and we're going to take it in the, the, the Supreme Court and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's not happening. It w- That was always the, the plan. You know, it was never going to happen. And the timing of it is not a coincidence. I do not i can refuse to accept that um, 
It makes me feel really, really happy I didn't vote. I'm going to be honest. I'm like, <laughs> this is the shit I knew I knew was going to happen. Um. Anyway, I'm I'm down to I'm down to wrap it up here. Do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Bye, everyone. Oh, wait, wait. No, let's tease. We may have a uh a a a, a, a pretty solid guest coming up within the next. Oh couple. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're oh, hoping yeah. for it. So if he's yeah, listening, so. get us a date. Yeah. Um. All right. Bye, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. Take it as sleazy. <laughs> <laughs>